0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Caskey. Well, good morning, fellow 2X comrades. Back at the 2X Podcast, I'm glad you're joining me today. Today, I'm going to address this <laughs> seems like ever <laughs> it seems like an ever confusing topic of strategy versus tactics we're going to talk about that but first i want to remind you you can go to billcaskey.com c a s k e y of course and you can uh, sign up for the 3 video tutorial called the 2x quick start It's a precursor to the 2X peer group program that we run. We're going to be starting another one of those probably the 1st of October. So if you have any interest at all in getting into a peer group with like-minded, high-ambitious professionals who have not yet quite found the key to growth and want to find it here, you can find out more information there at BillKaskey.com. This question of strategy versus tactics has... In the, tw- in the 28 years or whatever it is, it seems like every time I say it, I say a different number. But since 1989, I've been doing this in this business of uh, coaching, counseling, and instructing sales teams and their leaders and CEOs and presidents. And the question always comes up, well, is that a strategy or is that a tactic? And I never quite know how to answer it because I don't know if I've really defined it in my own mind. And yet... Once I do, and I have tried to do that, once I do, then another definition comes along and it kind of shoots the other one in the you-know-what. And so I'm always confused, and I think the world is confused about strategy and tactic because, frankly, tactic should always come underneath strategy, and if you have a lower-level strategy, then you're going to have a lower-level tactic, and thus what could be a strategy for one element could also be a tactic for another. That's confusing as hell, isn't it? But I want to talk about it today in sales because if you have a desire to two x your revenue and your income, and of course, as we say on this program, you you can't work twice as hard. Well, some of you may be able, to, some of you might work twice as hard, but for the most part, most of us can't work twice as hard. There's not enough hours in the day. So we've got to figure out how to be much more effective and efficient with the time that we have. You can hear that massive bird in the background. Uh, Travis, I know, always tries to edit out these things, but when he's talking, when he's chirping under me, probably can't edit that. The truth is out, I'm doing this outside on a sunny morning and there's uh, birds in the background and airplanes and all sorts of ambient noise. So we're going to talk today a little bit about strategy and tactics as it relates to sales because as I said if you're going to double your business you you really have to have both strategy and tactic the problem i see is that we give so much i don't know value to strategy even the way people say the word strategy sometimes you'll hear them say strategy and i think they're just adding a little a little bold emphasis strategy anyway there is no H in strategy it is just s so I think it's strategy but there is a, a different uh, niche 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 kind of thing going on but but with tactics we we it's like we look down our nose at them well that's just tactical well you're talking about tactics let's talk about strategy and I feel like well, wait a minute tactics are pretty damn important because you can have the awesomeness strategy in the world. I uh, know that's a, that's grammatically not right. But if you can't pick up the phone and call someone and and through your verbs and language and vernacular persuade them of something or communicate value to them, which is very tactical, then you're only going to get so far in sales. So I want to talk today about the five tactics that I think are really important for you, regardless of your strategy. So here's tactic number one. And that is you got to keep your customer okay, psychologically, emotionally, and that's hard to do. You're not a therapist, so you're not responsible for their well-being and and emotional okayness. But while you're in front of them, you have to be mindful not to do something that makes them not okay. I think, unfortunately, what we do with sales, and we, we see it when we're on the buying end a lot, is... We overdetermine that. We we do all these things trying to trying to get them to like us and, and gain credibility and, and those things work against you. In fact not only is it not is it not making them okay, it's kind of scaring the hell out of them. So just back off a little bit. Just just be yourself, just leave some space. As as Hippocrates said, first, do no harm. So first don't make them not okay. Don't even worry about saying the things that they say and modeling them and mirroring them and matching them and, and all that stuff. Okay, you can do that eventually. but just don't do any don't interrupt them. If they if they have a if they have a thought that they're working through, Verbally with you, don't interrupt them. That happens so many times. I see it so often. It's what is there about interrupting that we love to do, and we all do it. I catch myself doing it, or or getting ready to do it, and thinking, "What are you doing? Just let it breathe." A couple of things that keep them not make them not okay is interrupting. It's talking over them. It's disagreeing with them. But you just got to keep them okay. That's very tactical. Very tactical. Number two. Be present. Really be present. And the way you can become present is to stop thinking about the future or fretting about the past. When you are in front of a prospect, client, customer, whatever you want to call them, just be in the moment. Be in the moment with them. And don't worry about the the sale or what you're going to say if you have to go back to the office and tell your manager that you didn't get it or that you did get it or don't worry about the celebration. that's going to happen two weeks from now when this thing comes. No, you're screwing yourself to the wall. Not good. Just be present. Be in the moment. You listen to great world-class performers and athletes and they will say that very thing that I've got to keep my mind in the moment. We had Ben Crane on, he's a professional golfer, and he said that everything he does, all the working out, all the nutrition, all the meditation, the yoga throughout the week, before he plays on the weekend, is designed to do one thing. When he steps over the ball, to have a quiet mind. Not thinking about the last shot or the next shot or the ball or the conditions. It's a quiet mind. And a quiet mind is another way of saying, be present. Number three. Hear their answers. Don't just stop talking, but hear the prospects' answers. Because inside of the answers are all the clues and cues you need to know what to do next. Now, I've heard people say, you know, if you just shut up, people will tell you. People will tell you how to sell them. Well, there might be a little truth to that, but forget about selling them anything. Just listen to their answers, and they will drop little indicators. Of what the next topic they want to talk about is. For example, prospect mites you might ask a question of, uh, "Tell me about your current situation here with uh, X Y Z vendor or X Y Z circumstance." And they say, "Well, you know, it's um, it's not bad. We had a little trouble a couple of years, ago, about a year ago, but I think we fixed that, and uh, we're off to the races, and things seem to be going pretty well." Well loaded in that sentence are lots of opportunity for you if you're hearing if you're truly hearing it to pivot and go down had a significant problem a year ago things seem to be on track i think it's going pretty well all three of those are yellow flag words to me so i want to i want to pursue those not not interrogatively but i want to know okay well what did happen and when you say it seems like it Is fixed what do you mean by that you mean it is fixed or you're still working through it I just want to know those things because those are clues so when you ask a question listen to their answer hear it and act on it number four this is a big one this is probably one of those that borders on strategy but I'm going to call it a tactic here because I don't see it as a strategy personally but and that is the idea of having having a process having a sales process to walk people through. And I don't even know if I'd call it a sales process, but it's just a process to take your customer when you first meet them from where they are to where they want to be. You are the guide along this journey. You've got to create the path that gets them from where they are to where they want to be. If at any time during the process they want to remove themselves from the path, no problem, no problem. I just had a meeting here a couple weeks ago with a guy who, it was pretty obvious when we first sat down, this was not a prospect for me. It wasn't the right guy to talk to. He didn't take any notes. He didn't ask any questions. I actually, halfway through, I'm starting to think, well, what the heck am I doing here? This is now, it was in my office, so I didn't have to go anywhere. But still, it was, it was suddenly becoming obvious that it was a waste of time for both of us. And so... Those are the kinds of things you just have to say, look, I'm not feeling it. I don't think there's anything here unless you, unless I'm missing something. I think we just abort the process and go our separate ways and I wish you a lot of luck and you seem like a nice guy, but I can't help you. And you've gotta be able to say that. You've gotta be able to say that. You can't say that if you don't have a process that, that helps guide you and, and has some rules of engagement behind it. Number five, have a clear outcome. Always have a clear outcome to every meeting. In that example, we had a clear outcome. There was nothing there. Now, that's maybe not the outcome you want, but I don't care what outcome it is. I don't care if it's a yes or a no, but it can't be a maybe. Or if it is a maybe, it's got to be a maybe with a clear future where we decide yes or no. Because I'm, I'm all game for if somebody leaves a meeting and we talk about a lot of interesting and deep subjects, I know people can't make decisions on the spot, especially if they are not even in a position to make decisions. I understand that. I'm willing to work with people. But it depends on how long the maybe goes on. If the maybe goes on for three or four weeks, then you've got to call the person back and say, this thing is over. This thing is over. So you got to have a clear outcome, a clear future, we call it, to every call, to every situation, and it just needs to be, what are the next actions? What are the dates? What am I going to do next? What are you going to do next? And if you don't have that, I think that that's a missed tactic. So those are five tactics that I find, there's no confusion, except for maybe the sales process. You might consider that could be part strategic, but again, I think there's a bigger strategy that would warrant you to have a sales process that we really haven't talked about. So, those five tactics should help you get started on the way to 2Xing your business. Once again, go to BillCaskey.com if you want some more information. You can also listen to the Advanced Selling Podcast on iTunes, one I do with my colleague Brian Neal. Been doing that for about 10 years. That's an awesome podcast for salespeople. Until next time, bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.